Hi, and welcome to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. Thanks for listening in. Uh, for anyone that's new that's listening, this is my podcast on the different situations, different challenges, or updates on real estate, how to keep it simple when you're looking to buy or sell residential real estate. I would uh, elaborate a little bit more with regards to building inspections. I've talked about them in the past and what they were and what you should look for. And I had another interesting situation just the other day where a client buyer had a building inspection. Great condition. There's no issues with the roof, with the attic, with the crawl space, any of the components within the house. The buyer asked the inspector, well, what's your overall opinion of the carpets? What's your overall opinion of the sinks and the door handles? And so I had to stop the buyer and say, wait a minute, let's go review this building inspection expectations again. Building inspections are intended to look for structural and safety issues that could be a problem. Some of the problems might be deferred maintenance, which created a structural safety issue. But carpets, whether door handles are clean or not, or they're the right shade of color that you like or not, or if there's a chip in a sink, those are all cosmetics. And those are the wrong things to be asking sellers to take care of after you've negotiated a fair price between the two of you. In fact, it's those type of things that make sellers very upset to where as a buyer, I believe you lose any negotiating position moving forward. It's okay to throw out a few things that maybe aren't as important to you, but when you start picking away at things you should have asked for up front, like carpet, tile, carpet allowance, and you try to hide it, mask it in a building inspection, that's not the proper way to do business. For those of you who don't know what's covered in a building inspection, and I'm not sure if the building inspectors are giving you enough information to understand what they do. Maybe they share with you when you first meet them, when you're first at the house, but you're still anxious to go see the house. They may have said a lot of terms that you don't understand or really know, or that you forget after they're done. Uh, Let me kind of review some of the things. Depending upon the size of the home, those building inspections, will last anywhere from three to six hours. Like I said, depending upon the size of the home and depending upon how many problems they find. Typically, they're about three, three and a half hours for a home up to about 3,000 square feet. Building inspector's job is, is to go out and see if there's some things that a professional should look at later. A building inspector shouldn't tell you how to how it needs to be fixed. They shouldn't tell you how much your cost to be fixed because that's not their job. Their job is to look at it and say, hey, I think there's an issue here. And then you negotiate from there and go back to the seller and say, okay, we have these issues. We need a little bit more time to get an electrician out there, plumber out there, pest control person out there, roof person out there, a HVAC for heat and AC person out there, or if there's water in the crawl space, a water drainage specialist, so that those extra Experts can tell us what's really happening, what really needs to be done, and what it's going to cost. And then with that information, you can go back to the seller, or the seller could come to you and say, this is what we found, this is what we're willing to do. So the building inspector, what they're going to do is they're going to go through all the components in the house, with the exception of the refrigerator, washer, and dryer. They'll test the stove, the dishwasher, the garbage disposal. They'll make sure that the ground fault interrupters, what we call GFCIs, are working. They'll open and close doors. They'll open and close windows. They'll look at window screens. They'll test the smoke detectors. They'll test the carbon dioxide detectors, carbon monoxide detectors in the house, which is a requirement in King County, Washington, to have those in all, all homes, whether it's an all-electric home, 
or a gas home. They're required. And they're supposed to be up by the bedrooms, not in the bedrooms. And they should be installed lower as opposed to higher because carbon monoxide gas is heavier than smoke. So got to keep those carbon monoxide detectors lower to the ground so it's detected sooner than later. They'll go through and check and look at the furnace to see when it was last serviced. They'll look at the age of the hot water tank. They'll get into the attic. They want to look to see if the installation's okay, if there's any moisture in the attic, if there's any uh, vents that are blocked, if there's any birds up there, any pest up there, bees nest, if there's any residual dampness that's creating some potential mold, if the ducting system from the bathrooms or for the kitchen are, are connected properly so it vents to the outside of the home and not into the attic, they'll go in the crawl space and they'll look around there and make sure that all the cross ventilation is working and it's not blocked, that the insulation's hanging up properly, that there's a vapor barrier on the ground. Uh, and if it's not, they'll make those notations. If there's any debris in the crawl space that could create a conducive condition for wood-destroying pests, they'll make that notation. They'll walk around the perimeter of the home to see if there's any issues with siding, to look at the roof to see if there's any issues with that, how, how much time they think is left on that roof, if there's any fungal rot on the rafter tails or on the roof end, on the decks, on the porches. Uh, they'll look and see if the siding is cracking, if it's warping away from the property. They do a pretty good intensive search, a visual inspection, and if they see that there might be an issue with water penetration, they've got the proper tools to test that to say, hey, there might be an issue here or there may not be. They can tell around a bathtub if there's been water falling on the floor, if the floors being discolored, then that could be a problem with water penetration. They can determine if a toilet is ready to leak or not if, the, if it's not anchored down properly. That's what their job is to do. And as a real estate agent, what I do is I let them in the house and then I go find myself a spot to sit there and read and get caught up with other work so they can go do their inspection. It's not my job to tell them what to inspect. Their job is to find whatever they want to find and then have a discussion with my clients, whether representing the buyers or the sellers, to determine what the real challenges are. I do help them by pointing out where the electrical panel is and if it hasn't been cleared away of people's personal belongings, then I move those so they can get to the electrical panel because they want to look at that. I go find the crawl space access so they know where that's at and I walk around and see where the attic access is so they know how to get into that. Outside of that, I let them do their thing and so should a buyer. Now if you're a buyer, you are more than welcome to follow that building inspector around and ask questions. Absolutely. As a home seller, when you get the inspection report, if they provide one to you, which is no longer a requirement and they're asking you to fix some items on a portion of the report that they did give you that you asked for then focus just on those items don't worry about what else is in that inspection report it's totally irrelevant when negotiating with a buyer buyer may only ask for these structural and safety issues and if there's a bunch of other little things then if the buyer's not asking for that then the buyer's assuming that they're going to take care of those items so Get coached properly, whether a seller or a buyer, with your agent, have this discussion, how we're gonna handle the building inspection process. I know when the buyer gets the inspection, if there's a laundry list of things to be done, typically the buyers panic a little bit, understandably, 
oh my gosh, we're buying a home that needs all this work. Then you ask the seller to fix things and the seller says, oh my gosh, look at them, they're just picking apart my house. How dare they? And that's not the intent of the building inspector. They're not going there to tear apart anybody's house. But we need to remove ourselves at least one step and look at the report and say, what is real? What is not real? What will we fix? What will we not fix? What will we accept as a buy? But please, cosmetic issues are not part of the inspection process. In my opinion, if you're working with me, we're going to have that discussion. If you want a new carpet in the home, you should have asked for it up front, not through the inspection process. And let's not focus on these little items that 10, 15 cents to take care of, or maybe a few hundred dollars versus something that's six, seven, eight thousand dollars that really needs to be addressed. I've got a property on the market right now that we had a couple buyers just walk away. They didn't give us a copy of the report. We didn't ask for it, but representing the seller thought, oh my gosh, we need to find out what's going on. Why are they just walking away? And we got a, our own building inspection report, went through it. The whole list of items, there's probably 10, collectively cost less than $3,000 to repair. The sellers went through made all the repairs. The biggest expense was a, a sump pump in the crawl space. But the buyers, unfortunate for them, didn't have the courage or didn't want to go to the next step and say, hey, will you fix all this stuff? You're not going to find a perfect home out there that has nothing wrong with it. Not even new construction is ever perfect. There's always something that's overlooked, something that was left behind, whether it's construction debris, maybe something wasn't strapped in properly, maybe they didn't put in something that was required. So as a buyer, if you're expecting the home to be perfect and it's not, you're going to walk away, I, I think you might be losing out on a great house in a great neighborhood. As a seller, at the same time, you want to make sure that if it's reasonable, it's a reasonable request for safety and structure that you'll take care of it. But buyers, I understand that you you don't want to have to move into a home and do a lot of work to it if that's your mindset. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But just know that not every home is going to have everything perfect. So you have to be willing to at least take on some of that to whatever you feel comfortable with. I personally would never convince any of my buyers to accept a home that they don't feel comfortable with. It's not my job. My job is to at least walk them through the process, help them understand what's important, what's not, based upon my years of experience and expertise. I've been on thousands of building inspections. And it's my job as a sales agent to go through the report with them and share with them, yeah, this is very important. We need to address this. Yeah, no, this really isn't that much in my opinion. At the end of the day, the buyers and sellers are going to make their own decisions. So get good coaching. If you want more questions, you want to brainstorm over a cup of coffee and really dive deeper into this issue, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can reach me at 425-681-8630 or raydoveremax at gmail.com. I've been trying and I'm going to continue to try to get a building inspector to come in and be on my podcast. The gentleman I wanted to have speak this week is going on a family vacation to India, so he's going to be gone for three weeks, so I couldn't bring him in. But I think uh, at some point in the next month or so, I'm going to have him come in on our podcast, and he can give you a, another perspective on this building inspection process. Once again, it's Ray Dove with REMAX Real Estate here in Bellevue, Washington. It's real estate keeping it simple. If you have any questions, you have any concerns, feel free to email me or call me. Uh, happy to address any questions you have here live on my podcast or respond to you in an email with my thoughts or whatever your questions are. I'm not going to try to convince you to quit working with whomever you're working with. However, if you are looking for good, qualified 
real estate agent to help you navigate through buying and selling residential real estate. Sorry about that. I would love to, to talk with you and see how I can help you accomplish what you want to accomplish, either selling your home or your property or buying a home or property. And I'm here for, I've been in the business for 40 plus years. Let my expertise help you in that in those steps of buying real estate. Once again, have a great week. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll continue to listen. Ray Dove, Remax Real Estate. Real Estate, keeping it simple.